Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts, bless us, direct us, and send us out. Living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. This evening, in the 15th chapter of John, we are in the midst of Jesus' long soliloquy immediately following the Last Supper. They have eaten the meal, and Judas has gone out, and Jesus begins this long discourse on uh, his hopes for the disciples, his instructions for the disciples, and he concludes with prayers for them before then they go out to the garden and the great drama of the passion and resurrection begins. And this chapter we hear this evening is the very heart of that message. Jesus says, as the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. Abide is a word we hear many, many times in the New Testament. In fact, the Greek word that is translated as abide appears 129 times in the New Revised Standard Version. But it's not a very remarkable word. It's not a a word that perhaps uh, you notice as it passes by on the page or you hear uh, as you're listening in the pew. But it is a word with great depth and a word with great meaning And as I read the scripture, a word that we are to pay attention to. For to abide means more than to live. I abide on Maple Street. But abide means something much deeper and greater and with greater import. For to abide is to live. Abide is to lodge. Abide is to stay in one place physically or figuratively, for a very long time, if not a lifetime. I'm reminded of one of my favorite passages in in all of Scripture, the first chapter of the book of Ruth in the the Old Testament. Ruth, as you may know, uh, her husband has died, all of her her brothers-in-law have died, and Naomi her mother-in-law sends all of her, tells all of her sisters-in-law, her, excuse me, daughters-in-law, her newly widowed daughters-in-law, to go back to their homelands, to let her be. Uh, she has no more sons for them to marry, and so go back to your own families. You don't have to uh, live a life that will most likely be quite difficult with a widowed woman without any sons or sons' families to take care of her. And all of the other daughters-in-law go back to their families, but Ruth stays. And Ruth says in these beautiful words, Do not press me to leave you or to turn back from following you. Where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people. You are God, my God. Where you die, I will die. 
where you will be bare, where I will be buried. May the Lord do thus and so to me and even more as well, if even death parts me from you. Rather appropriate on this Mother's Day to hear this dedication of a daughter to a mother. And it is very appropriate to remember that because Ruth stayed with her daughter, with her mother-in-law, then the way the rest of the book plans out, that Ruth has a child and that child has a child, and eventually that leads to the family tree in which Jesus himself becomes incarnate. So Jesus knew a little bit and probably was a chip off the old block thanks to Grandma Ruth. And when we abide in God's love, when we lodge, as Ruth said, we become, as Jesus said, no longer servants, but God's friends. We are no longer just like little kids that we hope will mind when we tell them what to do, but associates and partners, part of the body of Christ sent out into the world to bear fruit and bear witness and to do things for the coming of the reign of God. Now, I am not one usually for visual aids. Uh, a visual aid in a sermon can get dangerously hokey, but I brought one with me this evening. This is a walking stick. And this morning at the 8.45 and 11 o'clock services, we honored our high school seniors and gave them each a walking stick as a memento as they go into the next stage of their journey. And uh, this was a, a tradition that I uh, uh, blatantly stole from the parish that I uh, served just out of seminary. And uh, this is actually the stick they gave me when I left to go be a rector for the first time. Um, and it's something that I treasure to this day. Uh, but as we gave the seniors their sticks, we, we said this to them. The love of God will be with you all the days of your journey. May you know Christ's love surrounding and upholding you. May you always follow the one who is the way, the truth, and the life. May your stick also be a reminder to you of the people of the chapel who love you, who have supported you, who will continue to pray for you and cherish you, and who will always welcome you back home. We are not only in the, in the season of Easter, but we're also in the season of May, which means lots of transitions, graduations, uh, people moving from one place to another, people even just going on vacation. But it's a very busy time, a very full time, and a time that can be full of moments of great uh, import, and uh, moments that are milestones in our lives. And as we experience these moments, and maybe it's because I'm growing older, or, or maybe it's uh, uh, the world that we live in, but it seems like our lives are much more transient than we used to be. Growing up in one place and staying in that place and 
getting a job and staying in that job until you retire and then uh, watch your grandkids play at your feet. Those days are, if those days ever existed, those days are no longer here. For we live in a time that's much more transient and people go to different places and families get separated by distance. And so it's hard to know sometimes where we abide, where we lodge, where our home is. My hope for our seniors and my hope for all of us is that we never forget that we can always abide in God's love. That there in that place where we are loved for who we are and who we and not a facade we put out to the world, that there we can find a home and a lodging place and a place to find purpose and meaning. So as we go out into this world, just perhaps to go out just to an, another normal day, or perhaps as a new journey of life is on the horizon. Regardless, let us abide in God's love. For God welcomes us there with open arms. Amen.